Well, hey everybody, and welcome to the 500th episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. Yeah! 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 Okay, okay. I have two guests with me today. One you will know, Sophia. Say hi. Hi. And then my son Jack is here as well. Say hi, Jack. Hello. And uh, yeah, they're just hanging out with me because we're always hanging out. Anyways. 500th episode. Everyone, this was a fun episode that myself, Dana, the producer, I'm sorry, the editor of Revelation Wellness Podcast, and Tracy, the producer, got together to just have a fun conversation about the podcast, how things got started, crazy ways God has used this podcast. Uh, So we hope you join us today. I know you usually get a revving the word, but we just thought we would take a minute to really celebrate. And we Hope this is fun for you to listen to. At the same time, before I let you go, um, we have a conference coming up. Hey Jack, have you ever heard of a one-day virtual conference before? No. You want to know what it's called? Sure. Integrate. There it is, everyone. Integrate our one-day mind, body, soul, spirit event. On September 26th, we have some great speakers going to be here for this online. So you don't have to leave your home because not many of us are leaving our homes right now for this event. Jess Conley will be speaking. Francie Winslow is going to be speaking on sex and marriage. Nika Maples on bringing hope. We have Liz Patton, Crystal Vanderheiden. They're going to be talking about food and how to not obsess or neglect. It's just great teachings. All of this is about connecting the Word of God to you to make it real for your life. So if you have still just maybe on the struggle bus when it comes to making healthy choices, having a new vision for your health, your body, and your relationship with God and others, this this conference is going to do that. And we ask you to bring your body so you don't, you know, you know, it's us. We do interesting things around here. So come and have some fun with us on September 26th. The tickets are $39 for the whole event. You can watch the replay for 72 hours afterwards as well. So if you can't make it live, watch the replay. Swipe up on the show notes and get all that you need to get with us on September 26th. Really looking forward to it. The content is truly just amazing and we need it in a time like this. All right, guys, enjoy 500th episode. Oh my gosh, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna have to edit that one. Sorry, Dana. <laughs> I thought you literally told me to be loud. That was your look at look at right there. Play it. Turn on that loud. Well, hey everybody, we are so excited that you are joining us for what we think is a really exciting event, episode 500 of the Revy. Dana <laughs> and all the cheers. Yeah. <laughs> Revelation Wellness Podcast, 500 episodes we have released, and we are coming to you with the behind the scenes team of everybody who's involved with putting the podcast out to talk about the history, some memories, some fun stories, to remember everything that the Lord has done, and talk about the future. So I just want to take a moment to have everybody that is part of the team introduce themselves and tell us who you are and what you do. Why don't you start with you? Who are you? 
<laughs> so my name is Tracy East, and I am the producer of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. I am involved behind the scenes with scheduling, putting guests on the calendar, organizing the episodes, promoting them on social media, a lot of behind the scenes work to get it into your ears. But I also want to introduce you out to people, making calls like she's... Yep. Yeah. Um, but also we have with us Dana Seymour. Tell us who you are and what you do, Dana. Yeah, so I'm Dana and I am, most of you probably know me as the Revol TV producer, but recently at the beginning of this year, I took over and started doing um, the podcast editing. So now I am currently podcast editing as well. So um, anything that you see or hear goes is in my hands. I'm touching it, and it's a joy to be able to do this. It's a, truly a get-to. So we are a small team of three people that put the podcast in your hands and in your ears every week. Um, but fun fact, until this year, 2020, all the producing all the editing, all the recording, <laughs> everything that happened for probably the first 400 episodes or more was all Elisa Keaton, crazy. right? Right. Isn't that crazy? I just, there's that vision of the, the circus and just all the balls in there, just keeping the, the tent up and happening. Yeah, I did it all. <laughs> did it all. And I don't know how I did it all, but I did love it. I loved it. I um, I think it got to the point, though, where I knew that, and everyone knows this, when something grows and it keeps growing and it's good, and then you go, okay, I really, you feel the tug to teach other people to do it or hand it over, but then you, that stress, not stress, but the tension of, oh, I'm going to have to teach it to someone. I'm going to have to take the time to explain it to someone. I'm going to have to, um, and and both of you, Dana, had never done it before. I just laughed. Nope. Because <laughs> it's the same thing. Dana had not, didn't even own a video camera when she came nope. in. The producer Rebel. <laughs> I don't think she knew how GarageBand works until I like all that. It was just I had to teach people to fish. And, and Tracy, I think Tracy, you've done such a great job. I think Tracy inherently kind of knew. Oh yeah, I know what to do. But I've also casted some vision for her, and it just felt good to take it off my hands. All I get, I just get to put my face on a microphone or move my body and sweat a little bit with y'all. And then I hand it over to them. And I, I just, the, the kind of the spreadsheet nightmare, I think is what we've had the most, uh, just getting over that hump a little bit. Yeah. 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 So I, I can tell people that, you know, officially my title is producer for the Revelation Wellness Podcast, but my unofficial title, which is the one I enjoy the most, is Elise always says, you get to be the boss of me. Yes. So that one's the fun title. Did I tell Did you. you get the same one? <laughs> Did I get the same one? Yeah. No. <laughs> 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 As everyone who's ever watched Redwall TV, and I'm like, Dana, Dana, <laughs> I my scapegoat. I'm like, if it goes wrong, it's Dana. It's my fault. I just take, <laughs> I take all the mistakes. It's all my fault. <laughs> okay. So now you've met the team and we just want to take some time to kind of talk about the history, remember some of the fun things, some of the things that the Lord has done. So I want to take us all the way back. 
And Elisa, I want you to tell us and our listeners, especially for those who haven't been around for a while, how did the Revolution Wellness Podcast come to be? Yeah. What was the impetus of that? Like, what made you want to start that? What's the history there? You know what? Before we started, I should have asked you, uh, do you have the date of the very first podcast? I have the date of the very first revving the word. Okay. But while we're listening, I can well, find Lola, the date. Lola from Libsyn, by the way, that's our, our host who hosts all our podcasts. But because I honestly cannot um, remember that date, but I know it was a long time. I will tell you this we started a podcast before podcasts were even a thing. Uh, this was a, a God moment. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Sheila Hall. I'll have to make sure we get Sheila Hall to listen to this. In 2011, when we became a nonprofit and I started training teachers um, in instructor training group, um, was it one or two? Sheila Hall, I think she might have been two, maybe one, maybe one. Sorry, Sheila, I can't remember. But at the very beginning, in the very beginning, there was God and then there was Sheila Hall. And she was helping me out with just some administration stuff, which we were bumbling around trying to figure out things. And um, so that had to be about 2011. I would think the first podcast might have happened, or at least we were established. If I go back and I look in the feed, there is an episode from September 21st, 2010. And wow. then January 3rd, 2011. Okay, wow. it was 2010. And that was Sheila. So Sheila, 2010, you guys, that's almost 10 years ago. No, it is 10 years ago, going on 11 years ago. Podcasts weren't really, they were just kind of there. People didn't know what to do with them. But Sheila said to me, Elisa, she went ahead, she like, came to me and goes, I went ahead and went into iTunes and I started this podcast. I'm like, what are we going to do with that? I don't even know. She goes, I don't know. I just felt like I needed, we need to start a podcast and just at least have it there for when you want it or use it and want to use it. And I thought, well, that was nice of you. It was one of those, did not ask for it, but God knew. Uh, and then I think it kind of sat there for a while. I didn't do anything with it. And then I was invited to be the uh, guest host for the Koinonia show with Tom Brown uh, here in Phoenix, Arizona. And he was kind enough to say, hey, when you're on the show, I can just send you the MP3. And if you want to do something with it, you put it somewhere. And I'm like, where am I going to put that? I don't know because it's a radio interview. And then I thought, well, maybe I could just throw it up on the, on the podcast. So I started doing that. Yeah, we had a few listens here and there. It started very small, but I continually week after week, I would just throw it up there and throw it up there. And it did okay. It, you know, the podcast was there, but we didn't do anything with it until what year was revving the word, the first one? Do you know the name, the first episode? I, I can tell you the playlist. <laughs> I still have okay. So May 2016, the very first revving the word is, and we weren't using numbers back then. So it was just oh, title. Yeah. Um, sons, not slaves. Oh, wow. Wow. That's amazing. That's awesome. Thank you, Lord, for that. Yeah. So 2016. So what happened there is, and the podcast just kind of sat there for a while, threw things out there, didn't talk about it. And then in March of that of 2016, I I was freak accident teaching Revelation Fitness here in town with my community. I had a new gal who came into class. 
uh, and I was showing her a move that I was asking the class to do because she was new. And it was very simple. It was nothing. I, I did like a steeple jump. People might put your hands down on like a box or a bench and you just kind of either one foot or two foot jump over the thing. And I was teaching it to her and I took like one or two jumps and my foot, whoo, my, my left foot. Is it my left foot? I look at the scar. Yeah, it's my left foot. <laughs> I just twisted. It felt like coals of fire under my left foot. And I knew in that moment something really bad had happened. Sure enough, I had a really bad injury. It's called a Liz Frank tear. Uh, it puts professional athletes out of business. Like they're usually done. People that get this type of injury sometimes never recover. And I remember I went to the doctor and I, they were looking at me, giving me the scans and all that stuff. And I remember saying to him, listen, you don't understand. I use my body to preach the gospel. So we're going to need to fix this. We're going to need to do whatever we have to do to fix this. And he was very kind. And, and just spoiler alert, it has totally healed. My foot healed so fast. Um, I have no lingering effects. I've had therapists often say to me or people that find out that I had that injury, that it's amazing that I don't have any walking impingements or any problems. So praise God for that. But when I hurt my foot, I'd never hurt a weight-bearing part of my body before, which is very humbling. So my heart goes out to anyone when I see them in a boot or a cast um, or hobbling in any way. And as I could begin to start moving my body again, in a, even in a boot, they said that I could get my blood pressure or blood rate, up, uh, blood my heart rate up. <laughs> So I went to the gym and I got on a recumbent bike in my boot and I was just kind of on the recumbent bike, very low flow going. And I remember being in the gym and I'd always thought this before that I wish I was reading my Bible, listening to the word, but I often I wanted to hear music and I didn't know if I want to hear a sermon. I, I just felt like I'm, there's something missing here. I wish I could hear an uplifting message and hear some music and maybe even have the word in front of me to read or whatever. I just wanted more input. I wanted something to engage me. And I did that a few times at the gym where I was just kind of trying to vision that. And then my, um, as my foot was healing, I asked my husband, one of the first things I would be able to do is do a bike at home. So I asked for a Peloton bike way back in the day when they were kind of new. Dana has one right there in the background. Um, and we, he, I remember him going, are you sure we're going to use that thing? Like, that's a lot of money. Oh, my gosh, you guys, we have used it hand over fist so much. But we got it. It was in my house. And it was the first thing I could start to do. And I was in the privacy of my own office. And so the one day I said, I think I can do this. I think what I'll do is <laughs> – you should have seen all the cords, though, because I had – there were no cordless earphones then. I had my earphones on plugged into my um, phone for the playlist. That's why you hear me saying three, two, one, bang. I'm actually pushing play. You'll hear that on the very, very first podcast still of revving the word. And then at the same time, I've got those earphones on going there. And then I had a lapel, a little lapel microphone from Rode Microphone. And that was going into my. Um, iPad that had an app on it that would voice record me. So I knew that there was no music going to be heard there in the iPad. And I thought, well, I, I was just doing it. I felt like a scientist. I'm like, let's just see what happens. So I did it, did the 20, 30 minute class. You guys, should, we should make this first one available for people to go listen to. 
Um, and I finished it. But you guys, I had never even opened GarageBand. I didn't know what to do with the thing. But I knew, okay, I have this thing. And it was finished. And I had the file in my iPad. And, but I, and then I airdropped it. And I knew that much to airdrop it to my desktop. And then I opened GarageBand. And I kid you not, I don't know how the Lord has done, wired me. But I just kind of know intuitively, especially if it's something he's asked me to do, just what to do. I don't question. I just pulled the file in, dropped it in. And then I grabbed my music from my my iTunes that was on my laptop, and I just started dragging stuff. I just was like putting stuff together, dragging stuff, and it was starting to come together. And I'm listening, I'm going, "Wow, this is crazy." Okay, okay, I think all right. And then I figured out how to save it, make a file, and then and I already knew how to upload the Libsyn a few because I'd upload those other things. And so then I quickly just put it on Libsyn, and then I distinctly remember. It was on Libsyn, and I called, or I voxed Courtney, Katrina, and Kara. So we had like a little leadership line going. And I said to them, you guys, I think I just did something. I don't know what I just did. It's kind of weird, but I think it's something that's, it just feels like it's something that's supposed to happen. So and I gave them a link to go listen to it. And I think Katrina listened or something. She's like, Elisa, this is gold. This is, this is good. And, um, that was it. I was hooked. I, I didn't care if nobody listened. I loved it. I loved the product of it at the end, like what it would do. If people ask me if I listen to my oh, go run on my own podcast, I do. I do because I'm not listening to me. I'm I'm a little bit listening to Dana's editing. Love you, Dana. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Dana probably hates like oh, Elise's again about something. Um, but no, I, I really do listen because I want to hear the word back and I want to hear, I know it's going to be good. It's what I wanted. Right. So I created it because it's what I was missing. So yeah, I love it. If we go back and hear that first episode and Dana, we should release that again. Like as yeah. a new release, is that actually the first one you ever recorded or did you have like practice ones before that? that is, you guys know me go early, go ugly. Just put yeah. it up. I didn't sit around and tinker and. Nope, that's the very first one that I did in my old, with the house I used to live in. Mm -hmm. One time, one take, done. So fun. So yeah, Sons Not Slaves, May of 2016. Okay, do you, yeah. Do you, um, well, let me, I have two questions. I'm interrupting myself. Um, let me ask this one first. Tell us, so you, re you started actually releasing regular episodes with Revving the Word. But now you've kind of evolved, and there's four distinct types of episodes that we release. Tell yeah. us about, like, what, what's the reason for having more than one type? Like, we're not just a workout podcast. Mm -hmm. So what are the types of episodes that we put out, and why are there those types? Well, we have the workout episodes, and then it was also then we need stuff to work in, like more more teaching. This is new teaching. This is strange for a lot of people. They they do a revving the word, and they don't understand why is why is this doing something or what's going on. And I think that's where we added the teaching. So originally we had revving the words, and then we kept some kind of teaching where I might do a Facebook live or I would just go on the podcast and teach something. We had those two going for a while, um, which was nice. So once you know, every week, maybe I would alternate 
And if you guys have been listening for long, you've seen we've bulked it up now. And sometimes we have at least two podcasts, maybe three a week that go out. So it used to be just one. And I would alternate between revving the word and a teaching. Um, and then I think, I don't, when was the first Be Still? We have to look at the scroll while you're talking and find yeah. it. Uh, it was probably, you know, a couple years later or a year and a half into it. I thought I knew what I was lacking in my life. Like the, the movement comes easy to me. It's therapeutic. It's, it connects me to the Lord. I hear from him clearly when I'm moving my body, but I knew that I needed stillness. I needed it. And I wanted to step into that more. So I thought, well, we can do a med- I'll do some type of a biblical meditation. So we created a be still and be loved to kind of be that brake pedal to the gas pedal of revving the word. And then our fourth type of podcast that we just added, be, mostly because Tracy is here. This was where I had reached the end of me. Like, okay, I'm doing a teaching, revving the words and be still. I don't have any more bandwidth. And what I really wanted was to branch out and connect with some of these other people that have similar messages or impactful messages. Mm-hmm. Uh, our podcast had grown so much in reach. We, we generally are in the top 200 of all fitness um, podcasts. Since that, it, I mean, I'm sure Tracy can share some statistics with you guys of how many downloads and all that. But it's been incredible. The growth of it's been insane. So I brought, that's where I'm like, I can't keep doing anymore. We brought Tracy on to really start fielding those uh, authors and speakers and other teachers to come in and give them the mic to share their messages. So those, that's the four types. Yep. Okay. So um, I'm looking and it looks like January of 2017 was the first Be Still episode. Yeah. So I was going to say maybe a year and a half later, but yeah, that would be about right. A year and a half, a year and a half later. And when you talked about statistics, I did pull a few things and our podcast host, I couldn't get anything further back than 2017, November of 2017. So that's as far back as I could go. But the first month that I could find, um, we had 51,000 downloads, which is great. Like a lot of podcasts would be proud of that. Um, But this summer... The highest month that we've had so far in 2020, um, in June, was 182,000. Oh, my God. Um, and in, in August, we're not all the way through August yet, um, we will have hit for 2020 1.2 million downloads this year. Um, so, yeah, you're right. Crazy growth. That's crazy. We're at just under 1.2 million downloads in 2020. Just for the year. I can remember when we hit 1 million downloads in the history of the show. And that took, you know, yeah, it took like eight years or so, seven years. And now we're doing it in one year's time. So just that goes out to all you guys who are listening, you're sharing, and you're continually to listen. Mm -hmm. And we've made more episodes for you to continue to listen. And so it's just been crazy. So I want to hear from Dana. Dana, tell us, do you have a favorite episode or type of episode of the podcast or any ones that particularly stick out to you? Dana and I talked a little bit about this, but Elisa hasn't heard this. Um, Is this what you were asking me? Yes, I was trying to box you about it. 
I, so I started listening to the podcast when I joined a gym, which I do not, I'm not a gym person. It's not my favorite thing to go to, but I thought, okay, if I can have revving in the word in my ears, maybe I can get on a machine and tune everything out because it's just distracting. So I started listening to podcasts and my favorite thing was Tabatas. I love doing Tabatas on the treadmill. And, but one day, and I was trying to get the date, but one day I was listening to the podcast and the message was amazing. It really, like I was, I was listening to it and I was hearing the Lord and I was listening to Elisa. And then I thought, this sounds kind of like something that happened between Elisa and I, like I'm, and I'm doing the movements. I'm like, no, this isn't, am I trying, am I reading into something? Like I literally thought that I was reading into this episode that Elisa was talking about me and we had had, I made a mistake and it was a, it was a heavy mistake and I felt bad about it. And so as I'm listening to this podcast, (laughs) I just thought, She's talking. I knew, I knew she was talking about me. And then I don't think it came out until we were at retreat. I think we were at retreat and I, we ended up, am I allowed to talk about forgiveness? We do for the forgiveness thing at retreat. And I happened to be asked to do forgiveness. And it was in regards to this mistake that I had made. And afterwards, I remember asking you, Hey, did you record a podcast? The podcast you recorded recently was that about me? And it totally was, <laughs> but it was just, it just made me laugh. Cause it was, and I dug around, I was like, it's something about anger or I looked for it deep. I could not, re- I can't find it, but that was by far. Can, it, can, can you clarify that? I was not like talking about you. No, no, no. It was subtle. It was totally. <laughs> under, like, no. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay. I, was, I was referencing yes. that it happened real yes. to me and how, uh-huh. Like offense could have came and how yep. we had a. Oh yeah, no, there was not. It was not belligerent or anything. It was just the underlining. I was you like, I'm it. pretty sure. That's this, me. Totally. Yeah. No, it was. It was very kind, and but it was. It was good. It just made me laugh. Of, the, you know, I'm doing my workout, and oh, it's about me. <laughs> there you go. Do you, do you have a favorite interview that we've? done put out that you've worked yeah. on yeah so there's a couple I um Nona Jones was yeah. so good. amazing so amazing and Alisa again I remember asking you I know you have I know you have to read a lot of books is this book really worth getting because I'm a I'm a skeptic when it comes to podcasts sometimes of <laughs> is this really like I know that they want to market and get all these things out but I just her story of redemption of where she came from i'm still getting chills where she get where she's at now was absolutely inspiring and i cannot if if the podcast is just for that for people to hear yeah. her story of redemption it's worth it 100% worth it um and then another fa- favorite that i loved was um paula ferris I really liked her interview and I think because she's in the news and I I'm a, I'm a news junkie and I've turned it off since I just can't watch it anymore. But I like watching the morning news and so when I heard that she was on Good Morning America I thought, "Oh, I and I don't watch it, so I didn't know who she was." But I loved hearing how she constant or she always defined herself. She would introduce herself as, hi, my name's Paula Ferris. I'm, I work for Good Morning America. Like that was her identity. Her identity was in her work. 
And then just to hear how God totally restored her identity into something that he created for her. It's, and it's, it's just, that's Rev. That's a hundred percent what we do at Rev. So that just to hear somebody, somebody quote unquote famous can, can experience God on a whole nother level. And not only that, the other thing that struck me was that she, when she decided to quit her job, she was honest about why she was quitting, that the Lord had called her away from it. Yeah. And just that she was nervous to do to do that as well. So follow your callings when the Lord asks you to do something. Yeah, she. I remember she talks about our your vocation is not the same as your calling. Yep. Calling is that your vocation will change. The calling never does. It's like, yeah, so good. Yeah. One of my favorite quotes about that, and it wasn't from the podcast, but you just reminded me of that, um, is I've heard um, Jesse Connolly say, the calling isn't yours to quit. Um, And I love that. I use that to, I like preach that to myself all the time. You don't get to quit. Mm -hmm. You get to rest, resting aloud. Yeah. Yeah. So Elisa, I would ask the same question to you. Do you have a favorite episode? Um, or interview or memory that you want to share? Um, I, with each one of them, there's a little, there's something that sticks out with revving the word. And there's some, there's ones there, but probably number 488, it's the most recent one. I think it was, it was one that we all just kind of lit up on. It was about doubt, dealing mm-hmm. with doubt, like just going after that, right, for a time right now. Um, I love, I mean, there's, I love all the revving words and the Lord totally moves, moves my tongue when I'm teaching them. But sometimes like, it's just, you know, that this is a, a word for the moment. And so that, that one sticks with me and it was most recent, um, be still, I still love on the be still there's, uh, did I did a kindness series. I probably should pick those up again, but that was the, those are beautiful. Like learning how we're just so hard on ourselves. We're hard on ourselves. So we're hard on others And this being able to be still and really receive kindness. And what does kindness feel like in your body? What is kindness? Um, I was listening to a teaching even today, just being able to lay your hand every morning. This woman was told every morning to go look in the mirror, put her hand on her chest and say, good, like say, good morning, Elisa. Like just, that's it. Like, good morning, Dana. Like to say that to yourself, it's like a kind touch. And then eventually to grow to, Good morning, Elisa. I love you. And now people hear that and would think, oh, that's so new agey. No, what if you receive that? That's the Lord trying to say that to you and put his hand on your heart. Good morning, Elisa. I love you. That shifts. That shifts things. So anyways, kindness on the be still is probably one of some of my favorites. Um, interview would have to be, I would have to say, maybe I, I'm fangirling a little bit or geeking out, but it was Lisa Brevere. Um, mostly because... I feel like she's been a woman who's paved the way. She's fiery, right? She goes after you're not have to, a woman of the faith doesn't have to be a certain way of calm and quiet. Like that's great too. But I just, the way that she, she's just fire girls with swords. Like I love who she is at the, uh, when she's at speaking, plus she was just like fire. You just let her go. She's easy to yeah. talk to. She just dropped so many um, gospel bombs on us and I'm reading her next book right now called Godmothers mm-hmm. which she's coming back right don't we have her scheduled to come back in October yes people yes 
And it is so good. The book Godmothers is so good. Um, and it's really talking about passing on uh, to another generation and younger generation be looking for your godmothers, which I feel like I'm now in that category of, I'm not a young spring little chicken anymore doing her workouts and moving her body. I'm, I'm mama keeps. I, feel, I fully feel like I'm passing something down to another generation that will take it further than I did. So, um, and then as far as like a teaching, anytime I get to talk about why this matters, why this is all integrated, why this is not just new ageism or whatever it is. It is how God designed us to live and move and have our being and that we have to come out of our little boxes of you know, con confinement or control or uh, wanting to understand to this mystery of God, but yet the knowing of his word, his word made flesh. So I just, any of our teachings we do that keep bringing that integration is my favorite. Is your favorite? I heard you say one time that they're like they're all like your kids, so you can't pick just yeah, one. Really is it's so crazy? You know what's crazy to me to think about? When I die, <laughs> there will be this like my voice. Yeah, the podcasts will live on and on and on for however long we have them. Yeah, and who knows how many hundreds more episodes? How there many hundreds more? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So Dana asked me earlier, we were voxing back and forth talking about this. And she said, well, what about you? What are your favorites? Mm -hmm. And I had the clearest memory um, that I love that I want to share. So I had never heard of Revelation Wellness. I was brand new. Um, June of 2017, I saw an ad uh, for your very first Rev on the Road. And I was like, huh. I think I'm going to go to that. And the backstory is I had never worked out. I was not a gym person. I was not a movement person. I was not a workout person, but the Lord had me on this like journey of wholeness. And I decided as part of that, I'm going to start moving my body. So I had been going to a gym. I had been exercising. And then I saw a little Facebook post for Revelation Wellness. And as I'm inclined to do, I started researching and I saw you had a podcast. So it was like two days later, I had just heard about Revelation Wellness and I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to listen to this podcast. And I went for a walk with my husband on this river walk near our house. And it was a revving the word episode. And I just picked, like I just scrolled and picked. And the episode I picked was from July of 2016. So it was early, early on. It was one of your early episodes. And because it was a revving the word, I was, you know, you were doing intervals and I was, I got like way up ahead of him. <laughs> and he caught up to me. And I was standing in the middle of the Noose River Trail, bawling, like an ugly crying and he's standing there going what has happened like he had no clue why I was standing in the middle of the trail bawling but the episode and I'm wondering if you remember this one was ordinary and uneducated You're whoa yes yes I was so impacted by that and I told Dana earlier it's because in my mind I, okay, I'm moving now. I'm exercising and I'm learning to eat healthy. And I, I was going to counseling and I was trying to like get the inner stuff. And for the first time ever, I was like, they're all integrated. They all go together and they're not separate. And so ordinary and uneducated would have to be my very number one top pick for favorite. Yes. 
I'm so glad that you, and I just think that's so funny, you guys, now, because to know Tracy, you can follow her on Instagram. She's always dropping bombs over there, like, just truth. You now, like, know, like, you move your body. You talk about how, I don't feel like moving my body, but I know what I need to do is move yeah. my body. Not like, I need to drop five pounds. I need to cut back on the sugar. She just says, no, I got to go move my body because something's stuck in Something me. stuck, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then my second... And I want you to talk about this because this is a little different. And these episodes resonate with our listeners. Um, the very first Lectio Divina episode you did in August of 2019. Um, it was number 383. And Dana, I think we should put all these favorites in the show notes for people yeah, to get. Yeah. But talk about the Lectio Divinas and like why those and why do you think they resonate with people so much? I am so proud, not proud, like at least proud, proud of people that they're asking for the Lectio Divinas because it means they want to eat for themselves. Mm -hmm. And I love that. And I'm, I, 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 it came upon me, like, because people didn't know that. I was doing a lot, you know, teaching, teaching, teaching. And at one point, I just felt like the, the Lord was saying, bring it back to just the word. Bring it back, just the word. Let the word just stand on itself and let them move their bodies. And I was a little nervous. Like, is that going to be enough, Lord? Like, are they going to, you know, be bored? Will they lose concentration or whatever? I don't I just didn't know what would happen. But I know that there's the, the beauty of Alexio Divina is you have to engage with it. So it's no different than everyone can go to church and hear a good sermon and like, yeah, that was good. But what are you doing with it? Did it actually encounter you? Did it? put bone, did you put some bone and flesh on it? So I, I think that's why people really resonate with the Reflexio Divinas is because they, they, have to, they have to tear into it themselves. They have to chew on it themselves. They've got to ask those questions of what is the word saying to me? What do I need to say back to the Lord? And I just love that part because if you've done the Lectio Divinas, I'm telling people, be honest, be mm -hmm. honest. What is it that you need to say back? What, what is the hurt? What is the pain? What is the hang up? Um, or, and I've lately, I've been heard, heard the Lord say, and if they don't have a hang up, that's fine. They can move straight to praise, which is the end of Lectio Divina. To, but I will praise you and I will declare this and I will repent and I will be in alignment with you, God. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it was just letting the word stand on itself. But the fact, like, again, you guys, the fact that you're walking left, right, left, right, it rocks the brain. It's bilateral movement. So you access things in your mind you didn't even know were there, which is probably like what happens to Tracy. She's like, I'm bawling. We hear that a lot, don't we, guys? Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, bawling, standing in the middle of somewhere, bawling in the gym, sobbing. Bawling, yeah, <laughs> I'm in this like pastor just bawling face down. I'm like, wow, that is this beautiful. But it's that access to the word coming in, and then the brain is doing the thing of making new brain cells. You're hearing the new things you need to hear. And I just, I, I just would love, I would love to, t I wish we had money to do like a study, like test people, like see what happens when they're hearing God's word and moving their bodies and yeah. things in their brain are lighting up that wouldn't if you just put on some music. Well, and I think your defenses are down too, right? Like, because you're not just listening, you're moving and listening. You don't, you can't deflect it as easily. It gets in. Right. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah, for sure. Your defenses are down. Yeah. 
Um, okay, I want to ask you a couple more questions, but I want to share, since we're talking about our favorite episodes, I went in and I pulled our listeners what appears to be our top episodes. Now, I will caveat this by saying some of our recent episodes couldn't have been listened to as often because some of these are old. But I pulled the four most um, downloaded episodes, one in each category. Um, so our most downloaded Revving the Word and Elisa hasn't heard any of these, so I wonder if any of these will surprise you. It's number 295, Mad, Bad, Sad, and Scared. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah, that makes sense. That's yeah. a good one, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was the most downloaded, Revving the Word. Um, our most downloaded, Be Still and Be Loved, is number 379, The Body Scan. Oh, the that, body. In fact, that is our most downloaded episode ever. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, our most downloaded teaching is 296. So some of these have been around quite a while to count calories or not count calories. Yeah. I can see that one being found. Yep. Um, and our most um, downloaded interview to date. And again, we've done a lot more interviews this year. So a year from now that could change. But our most downloaded interview is number 347, Fully Alive with Susie Larson. Susie Larson. I feel like we just gave out awards. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> you um, Susie Larson. I hope you hear this, Susie. I'm going to pass it on to you. Yeah. So those are the ones that our listeners have loved and resonated. But also, I've told Elisa this, you know, our listeners are very consistent. And if you look at our numbers, kind of across the board, like no matter what episode goes out, people listen to it and listen to it kind of evenly. Like you don't see huge spikes, but we always see little spikes when we release Lectio Divina episodes, like people love those episodes. Amazing. And wow. really resonate with them. Love it. Okay. Well, you guys have spoken and we, we've been listening to a little bit more lately. I know we putting out some Lectio Divinas and also going shorter, like just, yeah, we can go kind of long 45, 50 minutes. That's a good full, almost hour. So we're trying to just do some little short ones as well. Don't worry. People like the longer ones. We'll keep those coming. You got plenty of other ones to listen to, but we're going to bring some quicker, short, have, you know, begin and ending in a nice 30 minute package. So yeah, that's good. And, and Dana, um, you yeah. told me a little bit earlier, you know, from working on the episode perspective, what have you loved that we've done recently that you've been really mm. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I thought, shoot, I forgot to mention it. Um, I love one that there are other voices in on the podcast yes. so that our educators are coming in and they are giving us to be still and be loved um, episodes. But Erin Bremmer's Recharge series, if you guys have not listened to it, it is absolutely incredible. Um, it gives... It puts words to what our children or, and it doesn't even have to be your kids, even us as adults, but specifically, I just think of my kids. It puts words to how they're feeling inside and they can't express. She is literally getting them to speak and think about what they're feeling, how they're feeling inside and using real um, real circumstances, the real things that have happened to kids and things that we went through as children as well. She's using them and getting them to think about it and then saying, now let's give it back to the Lord. 
how does the Lord want us to use this? And it is apps. I want more of it. I want, I want it more and more and more for all the children. I just think as a mom, it's such a good resource. What was that? Dana, did your kids use it? Yes, they love it. It is, it is like, it brings peace to them. They get to sit there and then we get to process afterwards, kind of talk about what is, what did the Lord tell you? And sometimes they might not say anything depending on what it is sometimes, but then uh, like a couple days later, my kids will come and talk to me about it. It just opens the door for conversation of this happened to me. And it's, and like we talk about, it got stuck in my body and I can't get it out. So help me get this out. I absolutely love it. So yeah. everyone, so you know, the recharge series was a series that Aaron made, quote, for kids mm-hmm. to learn how to be still, which is awesome. But I would agree, who isn't a kid? Who doesn't yeah. need to like process for things for themselves? So uh, it's not for kids only. No, it's not. And, and can I also say that I agree with Dana, more voices. Yes. Uh, and some, we love that. And here's the hard, challenging part is I'm trying to get people to do some revving the words. But as I spoke to you about all that it takes to do it, you have to have a, like, it takes a lot. We tried it. We tried a few, actually, Aaron tried it at her house and Valerie tried it and it was kind of clunky. It just didn't, it didn't hit it yet. So maybe we all just have to pull some uh, resources together, get Aaron a bike <laughs> or some, <laughs> some other people because they do need a bigger, more uh, complex setup. But I, I'm, I'm there with you to have yeah, it's so good. Yeah, so it's definitely something that we're looking to incorporate more of. And um, it's great that that's been resonating with kids. I mean, my kids are older, and I think, Elisa, your kids are older. So when you said that, Dana, I was like, oh, enjoy it while they'll tell you what they're thinking. (laughs) I'll take take it all. (laughs) Same thing. I'm like, I can't get Sophia to sit down. You go, how did that land with you? Uh." (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's getting them to say, okay, it's enough. Like they want to have the conversations at nine o'clock at night when it's bedtime. It's bedtime. I love you. It is bedtime. You're smart. Get a little extra time. Oh, totally. I'll tell you everything. (laughs) Okay. I have just a couple more questions to finish us off because we're starting to run late. But I asked back in the community, what questions did Mm -hmm our folks that follow us in the community have, and we got a couple of really great ones. Um, so Elisa, this one is for you. And what was the moment that you realized that God was taking this ministry to places that were so much bigger than you could ask or imagine? I love that question. What was the moment, the moment? Um, I mean, there's lots of moments. He's constantly confirming that right now would be one with platoon I want to keep calling them Platoon 500. <laughs> well, they kind of are. They are. We are like have a podcast that's 500 episode, and we happen to have 500, at last count, 506 uh, people enrolled for this, this instructor training, Platoon 25. So that is clearly – now, again, my first group of instructors was uh, 12 people, and they were all my friends. And then it kind of went down to like five or six people. And I was like, oh, this isn't going to make it. How are we going to do it? And the whole concept is so foreign. Usually fitness things are weekend long, maybe, or online. Like to ask someone to do nine weeks and come away. I mean, it's a lot and in depth. Um, 
And there was times that I thought about changing it and we didn't, we just got, I felt like Lord said, just keep where it's at. People will rise to meet it. Um, so I do remember a moment when we shifted to, we had our retreat in Lost Canyon and I needed at least a hundred people to make my, and we were sharing the property with another ministry at the time. And I had to have at least a hundred people. And I think I had 85 enrolled and then plus 15 with leadership. I just remember being in the gym where we all are there and I had never seen that many people just all in the gym at one moment. And I just flashed back to when it was like six and five. And I thought, I think I have to, I don't think it's going to happen. And, and just the, the doubt that showed up then. So to see those hundred people and knowing that they will go home and affect their families and someone else. Like it was like, this is actually, this is multiplying. I just cried. We were crying. And then my uh, friend of ours, Renee, one of our mentors just came back, grabbed me, came up behind me, grabbed me, whispered in my ear. And she's like, are you looking around? Do you see this? Because she was there when there was the very beginning. Do you see this? Do you see this? And I just started to cry. And then she also whispered, now keep your eyes open for your leaders. <laughs> like there's, you're going to need to keep getting other leaders who will lead the leaders and continue this discipleship thing. So I would say that was a moment I still have clearly. And do you know what year that was? I wouldn't have to say, I think that was platoon 10. So whatever that was, that was like Kara and Katrina, not was it Katrina's platoon? I think so. Yeah. And so a lot of those people do now work for Rev. There's a lot of platoon 10, Fran, Potoski, um, Lauren, no, Lauren, I think was one earlier, but yeah, a lot of those people became an explosion of leadership. And Dana, when did you join Revelation Wellness? Mm, I have been with Revelation Wellness since I feel like the beginning. I feel yeah. like taking classes with Elisa when she first started. Yeah. Um, not an instructor, but I am enrolled in Platoon 25. <laughs> I didn't know uh, that. Yeah, an instructor. What? I didn't know you weren't an instructor. I'm not an instructor. No, I'm not an instructor. And when I took the job of Rebel TV, I've, my desire has always been, I've always had a desire to be an instructor, but I think I let myself get in my way more than anything, like all of us. But um, I just, nobody can do my job, which is not a bad thing. I mean, it's a good and a bad thing, but um, so I've never had the opportunity. So because it's virtual, I'm, I'm, I'm putting it all together. So it's, I'm going to be sitting there watching everything. I might as well yeah. do this. So what she means by it, like, usually yeah. Dana is recording a lot of RevWell TV. Right. Yes. So she could never go through training and be right. So now she can because yeah. we're doing a lot of stuff ahead of time. Yeah. That's so exciting. Yeah, I'm sorry with that because this is a little inside scoop. Nobody knows about Revelation Wellness. Few people know. Now we'll make it public for everyone. So <laughs> when I used to be in charge of administration and spreadsheets, <laughs> and I was like platoon one. Again, we call them platoons because love is war. So platoon one, two, three, four, five. I got to platoon six, and I think that was my smallest platoon. I'm sorry. I got to platoon five, and it was the smallest platoon. And in my mind, in my mind, I just jumped to platoon seven. The next one, I just called platoon. I did not do it on, I didn't know I had done it until later. Someone said to me, well, who's platoon six? I'm like, I don't know. Who's platoon six? Raise your hand if you're platoon six. There was nobody platoon six. 
because I just jumped it. I think subconsciously I didn't like the number six. I wanted to get to seven. I liked seven. So now it's a number completion. It's a number completion, right? Like I'm like, I don't because I was ready to quit at five. I'm like, I don't know. So I'm like, we're gonna call it seven. It's complete. <laughs> so six now, what happened? So Leah Parker, our COO, and my the side of my brain that I did not get gifted in full development. Leah is, and Leah has never gone through training, but she's been with me from the very beginning. And so we put all the people who ever come to Rev or work for Rev that have yet to go through training, they're in Platoon 6. Yep. So uh, all the people, Platoon 6. So Dana's going to graduate out of Platoon 6. Yeah. Get her number 25. Yes. <laughs> How fun. Yeah. Okay, so this is my last question. Um, and this is for both of you. Dana, I'll ask you first, and then I'll let Elisa have the last word. Okay. Um, what is the big dream that you have for Revelation Wellness that you're still waiting for God to complete? Mm. Hmm. Mm, come on, That's it. <laughs> I know. I just hear, I hear the Lord just say over and over again, and it's been consistent, but just, and he's already doing it, but just the generations, yeah. the generations to come and to come and to come. And, um, and when I see my daughter go through training, like she is, she has written out already. Um, she's writing to her aunt recently. And she said, what do you want to do when you grow up? And she said, I want to work for revelation wellness, like my mom. And so just, I know that they, when you think that they don't see it, they see it, they can't, they are seeing it. And so Yes, I just, and he, he's doing it. I know he's doing it. And I want to hear more stories about the generations that are being touched by Revelation on this. But I want to see, I want to see the stars in the sky like he promises yeah. us. Yeah. That, that's, yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. And Elisa, I would have the same question for you. What's the big dream that you're still waiting for God to complete? I, I think. Dana and I share the same dream. It's lovely because that is the vision of this ministry is that it, you know, if fitness trends come and go, things jazzercise, like I think they're still around, but it's not the thing, right? Or Taibo came and it's not the thing. I don't, I think Revelation Wellness uh, stays because it's, it's the Lord. Heaven and earth will pass away, but the word of God will stand. And because this is built on making the word flesh for all of us that we become the word and teaching it to ourselves so that we can teach it to our children, which is amazing yeah. things that Aaron's giving all these things to live. We do it in us. We get free. We stay free. And we continue to set others free, our children free. Our children will know, oh, man, that tears me up. I didn't know this. You guys, I didn't have any of this in my home. This all comes from what I didn't have. God yeah. now is giving so that, generation so i very much feel like abraham who's following god to i don't know so it's hard to know that the whole vision but i do know that the whole vision is stars in the sky nation yep. generations beyond what you can ask or imagine um and so it gets passed on uh yesterday I, or today I, I was talking to platoon 25 and i accidentally called them platoon 500 again 500 just keeps staying on my mind i'm like okay platoon 500 and then i was like wait a minute Platoon 500, I will be dead. Like, I'll be dead, dead, dead. Like, four generations dead. But I believe for that. Like, I yeah. believe for that. If the world is still doing what the world's doing, 
it'll be um, a legacy that continues to pass on. That's the full, that's all I could ask. Well, I can't think of a better place to end it than with that. Um, I, my big, my big hope and dream and vision is when we have literally every tribe and tongue and nation and language, come on, a revelation wellness instructor, like, and we have to have it in 18 languages because it's spread so far. So it's all, I think it's all integrated vision. And, um, this podcast is a tool that God's using to reach people that couldn't be reached any other way. I mean, that was my on-ramp to Revelation Wellness. And I'm sure there are many who are listening that would say the same thing. The podcast was my on-ramp. So may there be 500 more episodes and um, many more beyond that, even when other people are leading them. Yeah. And Tracy, we we say thank you. Thank you. Tracy has truly upgraded us bosses us around so wonderfully and again keeps the spreadsheets so Lisa doesn't touch them and turn them into two six. <laughs> well thank you. Um this was so fun to remember and um we are gonna put all of our favorite episodes in the show notes so you guys can go back and kind of experience our greatest hits. Um, and then we will release the very first Revving the Word episode again soon. Uh, so everybody can enjoy that. Woo! That'll be good. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Tracy. Thanks, Dana, for taking us down.